Well, welcome back to Think Better Soon. The Positive Podcast. I am Jason Newland, along with... J.P. Bradley. How goes it this evening, J.P.? Oh, it's lovely. 60-degree weather here in Nebraska. Same thing here. Oh, nice. Uh, the golf course that I play at, they open up on, like, March the 6th. So that's, you know, that's within reach. So I'll get that. They close from January to March 6th? Mm-mm, they close from, like, November to March 6th. You can't go out and walk the course? Yeah, you could. I mean, you could walk, but uh, they have covers over the greens. I mean, you can't play. You ever thought about getting, uh, like, a battery-powered cart for your clubs? I did. Somebody gave it to me, and I paid $300 for what they gave me. But, yeah. Oh, I think that was a steal. <laughs> <laughs> How do you sleep at night? That was the most expensive free gift I've ever received. That, so that's a little inside joke. I hooked JP up with an, a, a wonderful golf cart at way below market value. And uh, yeah, one that he said he was going to give me. Well, said, I did you give it, it to you. No, you were just going to give it to me. You said give, give, then give, I give. Felt like, bad. Then I felt bad for you because I knew that you would feel awful not paying for it. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I just... Went from Nebraska to Lexington, Kentucky to pick up this free. Because it would have cost more than that to ship it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, um, Well, that's my why. (laughs) Well, your why is that you enjoy playing golf. I I guess we'll just hop right into this thing. Let's hop right into it. Why not? And we've we've talked about this at length over the past couple of days. It's uh, from – some information from Craig Groeschel that you shared with me. Yes. Um, your initial topic or the, the title for this was striving for something. And I, I think that's a good way to frame this up. We're, we're talking about what motivates us and, you know, what are our goals and why are they our goals? Yeah. And, and I, uh, as I was saying to you, you know, I look at the, the people that have had the most impact on my life, the people that, were just the most successful, the people who were the happiest, the people who just, you know, from a a personal growth perspective were the best examples you could ever follow. I, 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 you notice how those people were always really devoted to something, you know, they were devoted to a, a, a goal or, or, or to some sort of, uh, ideal, ideal in, in, you know, that's, that's something I want to adopt. I want to be a devoted person. And you're getting a little ahead of us, our, uh, our show notes here I and am. we're going to get to that. But before yes, we, we get to that, before. you know, there are underlining reasons that we pursue goals in the first place and that we strive to achieve things. And I mean, I think it's pretty obvious to people. There's, there's three big ideas. We don't have to spend much time on them, but personal growth. Uh, True. We like, we like to make progress towards things. We like to, you know, pursue things. And ultimately, we want those things to have an impact. Yeah, true. That's true. And I think but, in, in, in my daily life, there is there are things I do because I want to make an impact, you know, like my involvement with the church. You know, there are, are things that I do at, at, you know, with my wife for um, personal relationships and, and wanting to make sure that we're working together so that we are are uh, eating well and we're working out, you know, they're just all kinds of, 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 of things that I do throughout the day that fit within all of these buckets. Well, this podcast checks all three of these too, because 
as we uh, talk about different topics from week to week, we're, we're certainly trying to have personal growth and we are progressing through different ideas and iterations of, of different big ideas, uh, so to speak. But then it's also hopefully having an impact on us and our listeners and our, our inner circle. Yeah, definitely having an impact on, on myself. You know, there are several things that we talk through that help me through the situations that I'm in. Well, and, and on the topic of goals, you have to define two things, JP. What do you have to define? You got to know what your goal is and you got to know why, you know, why are you doing it? And that's, right. that's, and I think that why is kind of the first domino, you know, knowing really a, a really compelling why will really set everything in motion. Yeah. I mean, we have to view our goals through our why I mean it's easy to to say what the goal is, but we got to mm-hmm. know why we want to pursue that. And uh, and as you said, the more compelling your why is, the better chance you have. And so, when it comes to our motivation in life, there you put it into two categories with this talk, and that was we have desire based motivations and we have devotion based motivation. Yes, and, tell me about those. The, well, <laughs> I don't know if I can tell you uh, perfectly, but. You know, I I look at, you know, the people that I was talking about that were just wonderful examples to me. And whenever I think of a desire, I, you know, I think of more something internal, something more uh, spontaneous, something in the moment, you know, just all of a sudden I have a desire for something. And that's what motivates me to 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 act. And so then you have the devotion type of of motivation and you know that is something where you are focused on a laser focused on an outcome that you want to achieve and you look at this as a process you don't look at it as something where you're going to get immediate self-gratification but you know that if you just continue on the path you are going to get where you need to go yeah and i, I think there's probably a bit of both of those in a lot of the uh, are wise for doing things. But, you know, the more we've talked about this and, and worked through this, the, I think it's okay to have both. I do but, too. I but do but too. you, you do want to have, uh, you want to be devoted at a deeper level, right? Yes. But because when the going gets tough and you can just endure hardships better as you, you don't, you don't back away uh, from your goals quite as easily if, if it's got a, a good underpinning of, of uh, devotion to the cause. Yeah. I almost think you have to look at, you know, what, what situation am I really dissecting? You know, is this a personal relationship? Is this a, uh, you know, some sort of skill set that I want to obtain, you know, that I want to, I want to progress into. And, and you kind of have to d- maybe define, cause I agree. I think you're going to have, Desire is going to motivate you to some degree. And then when desire fails you, that's when your devotion truly kicks in. And hopefully you don't find yourself in a situation where your desires and your devotion are competing against each other. I think that would be a problem. When you contrast the two uh, from a motivational standpoint, the the sim- simplistic answer is that a desire-driven motivator is from a personal want or aspiration and uh, a devotion driven motivation stems from more of a dedication or allegiance to something that's bigger than oneself. So that I think when you make goals, if you can make it bigger than just for just your personal uh, 
desire. You know, it's, it becomes more interpersonal at that, at that point. Well, yeah. And, you know, I think of, you know, of course I'm going to always come back to my father and, and even Elsie Thomas, you know, I, I can just truly see their devotion to making their situations better and not just in making their situations better, but anybody that they came into contact with, then all of a sudden they were wanting to make their situations better as well. And so that was, it's kind of like just a big overarching umbrella. And, and, and I think that was the bigger idea that, you know, it was more than, than themselves that they were trying to care for. Well, and you're going to have goals that are very personal. Um, if that's a, you know, exercise goals or, or quiet time goals or reading goals or whatever, whatever your little personal in your own little world goals are, but the goals that you make that have impact and influence on other people, you know, th- those are the ones that matter the most, you know, yeah. you have both. I think you have both. Yeah. I think you can have both. And we're just talking through these cause this is, this is something that's been on my mind for quite a while. It's, you know, it's cause I wrestle with it. I wrestle with what is, you know, I, and, and I hear the word desire and I, and I think of, of, uh, you know, Bathsheba in, 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 in the old Testament and David seeing her, you know, uh, showering and him falling in love with her because his fleshly desires. And so in, in my head, I, I've got a, a, and I'm not saying I'm right, but I have like a little negative, uh, undertone for giving into desires. You know, I feel like if I give into my desires, I'm going to, I'm going to mess up somewhere. But you still, you still eat those, uh, peanut butter eggs, right? All the time. Yeah. I had one, had two earlier, you know, I know and you it, did. I could smell yeah, it through the microphone. I, I can too. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm looking at it going, okay, well, why, what happened in the moment that won out? And it's like, well, you know, I, I have a, my desire for, uh, the, the peanut butter cookie was stronger than my devotion to be healthy. <laughs> it's like, darn it. And that's always a, that's always a tough one, but I love that you mentioned intensity and that the the deeper the emotional investment you can have uh, as a in the devotion category will allow you to withstand more hardship. It'll allow you to dig deeper, so to speak, make greater sacrifices. Then, if if you're just kind of having desire based uh, goals, it's it's probably easier to quit, fold up shop, and just be like, yeah, I didn't work out. But it just seems like a commitment. Like the the level of commitment is so much deeper when you can make your goals have. Uh, you know, devotional, yeah, characteristics. Yeah, and and that's the the way I like how you you mentioned the, um, uh, the greater sacrifices type of idea. You know, the when you're really devoted to something, if you're devoted to your why, if you're uh, devoted to what you want to accomplish, then you know, whenever whenever things come into existence that are are, uh, what's the word when, or if they come in that are not aligned with what your overall goals are, then your devotion wins out and your devotion says, you know, I'm going to block those thoughts out. I'm going to block that person out. I'm going to block that activity out and I'm going to be devoted to, to, to my why. And, and, and that, that is what I saw. You know, I saw my, my, uh, my, my dad just, committed to helping other people out that even when his, his cancer, when he received his cancer 
diagnosis. And even when he received his, uh, you know, he's going to be paralyzed for the rest of his life. You know, those didn't deter him because he was that devoted. And it's like, man, that's a level of devotion. I don't know how you get to. <laughs> I want to. That's a, a great example. If you think of um, leading up to that season of life, all of the desires and all the, the simple pleasures of life and things. And once, once your father was paralyzed, um, so many, I mean, I was, I just happened to, I was sharing uh, the celebration of life with, uh, with a gentleman today. That'll be a future guest on our show nice. and uh, Robert Lewis. And, I, I happened to be watching a little bit of it. And I just fast forwarded to get past the the picture, the slideshows, and I came up on your dad's buddy um, hmm. when he was talking. And uh, I don't even know where I'm going with that. Other than oh, he was just saying he would. He said I would sit there and complain to Cal, and I could <laughs> walk. I mean, I can use my legs, and he's sitting there listening to me complain about my daily issues. <laughs> and I mean, I can't even walk. And yeah. uh, I mean, this is such a great. What's that gentleman's name? JD. No, it wasn't JD. It was the the guy that he went to church with, the um, the gentleman that he and his wife they all tried out for the choir. Oh yeah, that was Butch for the Butch. Yeah, I'm oh, talking yeah. about Butch. Butch yeah. was saying, you know, I go out there, I he listened to me whine and gripe about all my problems, and this guy can't even <laughs> use his leg. Can't even, I can't even walk. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean that that's such a soundbite from that service, like it, um, just the profound, um disbelief in Butch's, you know, trying yeah. to articulate what it was like to be Cal Bradley's friend and the fact that Cal would still hang in there. But back to my, what I was trying to say, I kind of got lost here, but you think about all the desires that Cal had that had to completely change in such a short order when he became in, uh, had the lack of capacity to be able to do certain things physically. Yeah. You, but you would almost devotion think to the cause never changed. No, and you'd almost think whenever things happen to us in life, you know, I, I guess maybe the question is, does your why change? And 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 I'm sure, you know, I think just the conversations we have, I think so, you know, depending upon, you know, your level of success. But in, in that specific uh, situation we're talking about with my dad, you know, his goal to help other people, um, you know, he, he was it was such a, he was so compelled to do that that even though he was in a situation of his life where, you know, he was in, in pain and, and, you know, just a lot of bad stuff, but he still was willing to help everybody and wanted to help. So yeah, it, you talking about strong perseverance, man, that, that, that guy was, he was strong. <laughs> that brings us to another point on, on this topic. And I want to talk about, um, I've got an example to share, but, but on the topic of longevity, you know, of, the, of your goals of being able to stick to them and see them through to the end. If you have devotion driven motivation, it really helps you, you know, develop some deep roots and uh, commit where if you don't have that deeply devoted attitude toward it, it's easy to, to kind of stray away from it and, and just lose sight of what your end game goal is. Yeah. I feel like my, uh, you know, when you're talking about the longevity, you know, I feel like my desires my desires will change from day to day. You know, Monday I may have a desire to do one thing on Tuesday. I may have a desire to do something totally different. And uh, so, I mean, how can you, how can you navigate life if your desires are constantly changing? And that's what is, is truly motivating 
everything in your life. But uh, on the flip side of that, if you are, are devoted to something, if you can make a decision today about what you really want to strive for in the future, you know, and, and, and you're, you're very specific about that what and you're very specific about that why, then, you know, from what I have seen, you know, people can just truly commit to that cause. And, and they are so successful, so happy, so fulfilled. It's what I want to be. Your dad's greater purpose had an eternal um, component to it, which, you know, really helped him uh, do that until the very, up to the absolute very end, especially 15 years being yeah. paralyzed. But if we move away from the, uh, not everything's eternal like that. that that's a, True. that's the ultimate, that's the ultimate Absolutely. goal. That's the ultimate end game. Um, but if we look at some of the, the temporal things that we deal with, mm-hmm. you and I were talking earlier today, you know, back in 2010, after Molly had went through uh, breast cancer treatment and, and those kind of things. And uh, we started the process of cancer being in remission, um, which is, you know, you've been throwing haymakers and just oh, yeah. battling for, for months and months, over a you know, year and change. And it's been a long time, you know. And, and dealing with a newborn. <laughs> Yeah, three uh, one year old or a baby and a you know two year old and a four year old and uh, this retail business came up for sale and so the you know why on earth would you do that? Well, it gave her something to do. Um, it, it gave us something to put our energy into, and um, it was a place where the kids could could get clothes as they were growing up. And I mean, a lot of things lined up. It, it was a really long term why. But then as our kids got older and into their teenage years. And that, that business, it's a neat little business. It doesn't, um, it's, it's not, uh, extremely lucrative, right? Yeah. Um, it pays for itself and that's great. We're not complaining there, but, uh, but we lost our why. And you know, while you were talking about your dad and some different things, I drew an anchor on the bottom of these notes, but to me, you know, a really good why that's, that's rooted in devotion is really kind of an anchor. So if, if we start, if we went to that store in 2010 and we got it up to cruising altitude and we devoted so much of our blood, sweat, tears, I mean, talk about devotion. Like we were all in on making that thing work because we signed a personal guarantee. And if it doesn't work out, we still got to pay for a lease. And then all of a sudden, where's the money coming from? All of a sudden we're really in big, big trouble. So first and foremost, from a survival standpoint, we, we had to be successful there, but, uh, from an energy standpoint, coming out of that breast cancer journey, we had a lot of energy to pour into something. But then over the course of time, our why was no longer there because we didn't need to have a place with a kid's place and a, this place. And Molly was all of a sudden 10, 12 years past breast cancer. And she still gets checkups every uh, couple of months, you know, just to make sure things are, are good. Um, but we got a drift. So our anchor kind of went away and we just, mm. we're just kind of, drifting down the lake and don't know where we're, we don't, we're just lost a little bit on our why. And so th- all the things you think about there is like, do you get rid of the business? You know, what do you do with the business? How do you handle the business? And we got close to the idea of possibly, you know, selling the business. And I went over there and I realized how important that place had been to us as a family, but also to our community. You know, we were devoted to the, the people who work there first and foremost 
And then the people who walk through the door with their certificates of appreciation, which is a United States currency, um, <laughs> and pay the bills there, you know, those, those people, we were devoted to them too, because without them, you do not survive. Um, and you realize, you know, that a lot of people, it's their first job that they ever get to have, and you get to have that kind of experience and that kind of influence. So our why had to change. We had to change from being in our 30s and needing something to pour our energy into after breast cancer to what's our new why? Well, the new why is it's still a great service to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a great place for people to, to be employed and to, and to learn life skills. And it's still, uh, just a, a great all around experience. It's a, it's a blessing, uh, on so many levels. And so we had to change our why JP. Yeah. And in hearing you say that, um, it just kind of brought a thought. It was more of, you know, once, once you started, you had, a, and I think that's how we all are. You know, we all start something with a why, why we are doing this. And if you kind of lose that why, you you really question yourself why you're doing what you're doing. You know, it sounded like you were in a position of, you know, the why was gone. So the real question is, why do I continue doing this? Let's let's just quit this. And it was in 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 my ears, I'm hearing, you know, my dad telling me, well, it's because you've lost your passion for it. You've lost your your dedication to it. And either you, you, you figure out what is your new dedication, what's your new devotion, or, you know, maybe it's time to, you know, go ahead and move on to something else. But I I like how you, you, you realize there was more to what you were doing and, and more to commit to. I'm not sure if it's, if it's uh, coincidental or, or not, but with, with our attitude changing, Mm-hmm. You know, the store is, is, uh, is doing, doing great. <laughs> and it probably treaded water for several years there because of our indifference, you know, and, and yeah. not that we didn't appreciate the store. We just weren't quite plugged in and Molly had moved on to a new challenge with a new, a different kind of store. Um, and uh, you know, and that's enough about that business, but the, but the, but I, what I love about talking about this is in our life and for our listeners, you know, they may need to try to take some time to, to look introspectively and say, you know, I know what my why was, is that still my why? And if it's not, what should my new why be? And oh, by the way, you sure hope it's devotion driven. Amen. You go boy. Yeah. I, I look at, uh, um, I'm, I'm more of a long-term thinker. I think my wife is, would, would be more of the short-term mm-hmm. thinker. And we try to make sure that our, our objectives, uh, you know, cause I want to save, save, save money. And she wants to spend, 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 but you can't spend, 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 but you also, you can't save, 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 you know, so you got to figure out how something in the middle, but, but I know like for, for me and myself, I took a job all the way out in Nebraska because of my why, you know, I have a strong desire to retire at a younger age. So one of those thoughts are, well, then I'm going to have to progress up the corporate ladder, you know, to try to put how myself old, in a better opportunity. How old are you going to be? You think to when I retire? I hope to be 57. I want to be 57. Is that a Heinz thing? Do y'all own Heinz? <laughs> no, I wish we did, but uh, I would have retired. Yeah, you got Heinz, don't you own Heinz? My bad. That's a sore subject. I yeah. forgot it's talking to Burger King. But I do. I want, to, I want to retire. I want. I really want to enjoy my, my golden years with my bride, and I want to have fun, and I want to be happy. And, and I've seen, you know, my grandparents. I've seen, you know, like my, my mother-in-law who – you know, they, they, to some degree, 
struggle because they didn't have the ability to truly save for that retirement. And, you know, and I haven't always had the opportunity to save for retirement, but, you know, these past probably 10 years, we've, I've devoted myself to, okay, I gotta, if I'm going to do it, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put money back. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch you young and spry at 57 getting on your yacht and going around the world. (laughs) You'll be, you'll be, you'll be coming in from a remote feed somewhere in Bangladesh. It'll be nice. My my yacht will be a, a blow up boat. It'll be, (laughs) that's okay. Yeah. It'll be good. This is a fun episode. It, it, uh, you know, I had to listen to the material a couple of times for it to sink in, but I, I think that this, it's great for anybody. If the, if you have one single takeaway, I know what mine is from this, but what's your one big takeaway from this episode? At me, I've got to the, the goals and objectives that I put in front of myself. I have to figure out how to mo- my, motivate myself in a devotion driven method versus you know, just kind of a, a an instant feeling. I need I need to connect with it on a long term basis. Yeah, it's a good word. I think you're right. It's uh, you got to play the long game, and you got to come up with reasons that uh, that kind of you can sink your teeth into, and not keep it on the surface level. So this has been it's been a fun topic, and I hope that our listeners have enjoyed it, and I hope they think about uh, what their not only what their goals are, but more importantly, why those are their goals. And what are the motivators to help them achieve them? Well, we uh, we will catch up soon. We'll stay devoted to this podcast. Bingo. Because I do desire to connect with you. Yes, that's my desire as well. All right. Until the next episode, uh, adios, amigo. Testing, one, two, three. Testing. That's all you're going to say is testing. Testing.